Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the founder and head coach at Straight Shot Training, a personal training company dedicated to helping people of all fitness levels feel better, move better, and live better with progressive functional strength and conditioning workouts. You've heard me talk about weight loss here before, and you've heard the basic premise behind weight loss all over the place, I'm sure. You need to eat less calories than you are burning on a daily basis to lose weight. Looking at it another way, you need to burn more calories than you are eating in order to lose weight. You have to be in a caloric deficit in order to lose weight. Now, some people do that with just counting their calories and making sure that they're in a deficit. Some people do it through intermittent fasting, some people try keto or going vegan, or whatever other tactic they want to use in order to create a caloric deficit. That's the key though. You have to be requiring more calories than you are taking in so your body has a reason to need to get that energy from your stored body fat in order to fuel itself. If you're a listener of the show, you know that I'm cool with pretty much whatever works for you, but I'm a big fan of flexible dieting. This is where you focus on whole quality foods in appropriate quantities and enjoy the lesser healthy foods in moderation provided that you are still monitoring your calories and your macros. That's your carbs, your fats, and your proteins. But let's say that you are counting your calories and you've stopped losing weight. Or you're actually losing muscle mass instead of losing body fat. Well, the scientific principles behind caloric balance don't change per person, but the amount of calories that you are actually burning each day is entirely individual. So when you estimate how many calories you are requiring each day, you're basing this off of equations and estimates. Your actual requirements may be very different than that. So rather than just keep dropping your calories, I want to present seven ways to kickstart your weight loss and make sure that you are losing fat instead of muscle mass. And these methods may not be the first things that you think of, but they will keep your metabolism revving throughout the day and still allow you to crush your goals in the gym while dropping weight. First though, I want to share a quick story with you all. So this time last year, I was out of work as an in-person personal trainer. When the gyms shut down, I immediately started hustling online, making custom programs for people to do in their homes. That actually grew and grew and grew until I was able to go full-time with Straight Shot in June of 2020 and bring on some awesome coaches to help me out with all of these programs. Now we continue to do custom fitness programs, plus we do Zoom personal training sessions, in-home personal training, and in-facility coaching at our sister company, Kinetics in Mount Holly, North Carolina. Many of you listening to this right now purchased programs for me during the shutdown, and I can't thank you enough for that. So as a thank you to you all for your support, to all of you over the past year, we just launched three free four-week programs on our app that include our demo videos, workout logs, a training journal, and access to your training history. Again, I'm extremely thankful for your support and the opportunity to do what we do as coaches each day. So as a thank you, please head over to straightshottraining.com slash free program. Follow the instructions and enjoy your free month of workouts. So now let's go ahead and get into those unconventional fat loss methods.
My first tip here is lift heavier. Now this is a little unconventional because most people assume that doing higher repetitions with lighter weights and doing tons of sets and reps every workout is the key to shedding body fat and toning up. But here's why that doesn't work. When you're losing weight, your body does not want to hang on to muscle. It needs to have a reason to keep that muscle mass. Because why would it want to keep 10 pounds of muscle, which is expensive for the body to maintain, if 5 pounds of muscle can accomplish the task of moving a light dumbbell for a bunch of reps? Bodies are all about efficiency, so make sure that you are lifting heavy enough to give your body a reason to keep that muscle. Make sure that you're doing your big compound movements like deadlifts, presses, squats, lunges, pull-ups or pull-downs, rows, and make sure that you are working to near failure on those lifts. You can do some lifts at lower repetitions like three to six reps on your big heavy movements, you know, heavy weights, lower repetitions on your squats, deads, presses, things like that. And then do some work in the six to 12 repetition range with some other movements. And if you want to, you can also throw in some burnout sets in the 12 to 20 rep range at the very end of your workout. But honestly, the bulk of your work should be in that five to 12 repetition range with weights that are challenging by the end of each set here. Second tip here is avoid over dieting. So over dieting is where you drop your calories too far, too fast, and you end up losing weight really quickly. And this is a fast way to lose muscle mass. If you are losing more than a pound or two a week, you're going to end up losing a lot of strength. And as a result, you're going to lose a lot of muscle mass. And if you start losing weight too fast, you might actually have to take your calories up a bit. And then if you stop losing weight, then you drop your calories slightly. So you're only creating a weekly deficit of 3,500 calories. So that's like a 500 calorie deficit per day. Over the course of seven days, that 3,500 calories is equal to a pound of fat loss per week. In addition to dropping muscle when you are over dieting, it, over dieting is also going to lead to poor workout performance on your cardio and your strength training. Plus, it's going to make you tired throughout the day. You're going to be less active. So you're actually going to end up burning less calories throughout the day if you are taking in too few calories. So make sure that you are fueling your body at the same time you're dieting slowly to make sure that you are losing the right kind of weight and you're going to keep it off. Tip number three here, avoid over-exercising which could also be called under-recovering. So just like over-dieting, over-exercising can lead to drops in performance, drops in muscle mass, reduction in your metabolic rate, and this idea of more exercise means more calories burned, that kind of makes sense. But you also need to start thinking about the hours outside of your training as part of your training. You can only recover from so much work. And any work beyond what you can recover from isn't really doing anything productive in the long term. So rather than just focusing on burning as many calories per workout as possible, keeping your heart rate super high, doing as many exercises and sets and reps as you can each workout, you need to remember that when you are allowing your body to correctly recover from a workout, you're burning a lot of calories too. And when you strength train correctly, see tip number one, and you eat to maintain your muscle mass, that's tip number two, you are going to be operating at a higher metabolic rate all week long. So you may end up actually burning more calories over a week and losing more weight than someone who's killing themselves in the gym every session 
and severely under-eating and still not making progress with their weight loss. You can absolutely lose weight while working out three days a week. If you like working out more, like four to six times a week, you're going to have to intelligently plan out your workouts so that you're not killing yourself every day and you're going to need to eat a lot more food than someone less active than you. Personally, I love working out and I just love movement in general and I always have some type of strength and conditioning goal throughout the year. So when I'm trying to lose body fat, I still eat a lot of food and I intelligently plan out my workout plans to make sure that I'm not over-exercising and not recovering enough. And as part of recovery, I make sure I sleep enough. And that's actually our next tip here. Our fourth tip is you need to sleep more. And I talked about this in my episode on sleep deprivation. This was episode 103. So if you want to, you can go back and listen to my full explanation of why I'm telling you to get eight plus hours of sleep a night or at least more than seven and a half if you are trying to drop body fat. Eight hours of sleep is ideal if you are trying to lose body fat. Honestly, I would start there with the reason why you aren't losing weight if you're stuck. Fix your sleep and you'll recover better from your workouts and you'll maintain your muscle mass better. You'll burn more calories throughout the day because you'll have more energy and naturally you'll want to move more and you'll regulate the hormones that control your hunger levels. You're also going to regulate your insulin and your blood sugar levels. Shoot, like if you do one thing from this list today, please address your sleep and get more than seven and a half hours if you are trying to lose body fat. Tip number five here comes straight from our friend Mary Tunis from Mary Tunis Nutrition, and that's this. You need to eat carbs on your rest days. There's this common misconception that if you aren't working out, then you don't need to eat carbohydrates. The problem here is that when you work out and you deplete the glycogen or sugar stores in your muscles, they need to be replenished in order for you to effectively deliver nutrients like protein into those muscle tissues and give them enough fuel for that next workout. Now this does not mean that you need to go crazy with carbs on your rest days like carb loading or anything, and it's still not a bad idea to time more of your carbs around your workouts but definitely still eat your fruits and veggies and high fiber complex carbs on your off days and this will have you performing better on your workout days. Tip number six, focus on non-exercise activity thermogenesis or NEAT. Simply put, just move more outside of your workouts. I've actually been thinking about doing an entire episode on NEAT because it's something that isn't just essential for weight loss, but moving more throughout the day will improve your mobility and your flexibility, it will reduce stiffness that leads to muscular imbalances, and it can improve your performance in the gym just by moving more. NEAT contributes more calories burned during your week than exercise for most people. So these are the calories that you burn when you are walking around, doing chores around the house, working outside, even just fidgeting. So my son, who's almost four, hops. He just jumps, like all the time. And his calves are going to be incredibly strong because he just never stops moving and jumping around. And he's so skinny. So just think about how many calories you would burn if you just never stopped moving all day long. Now, obviously, that's not practical. But what if you just tried to move more? What if you stood more throughout the day and you started taking short walks here and there, just a couple of minutes, or you picked a few projects around the house where you would have to go up and down the stairs a lot, or 
do some things outside that would just have you sitting less and you'll see an increase in your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, the amount of calories that you're burning outside of your workouts. Because here's the thing about dieting. When you diet, you naturally decrease how much you move. This is your body's way of trying to preserve calories like it always tries to do. It does not want to burn more than it needs to. So when you start taking in fewer calories, it goes, all right, let's slow some stuff down. We're not getting enough food, so let's conserve some energy to try to make the most of the energy or calories coming in. So when you're dieting, you want to sit more and you want to move less. And that's just natural. So the trick here is you got to keep moving without overdoing it, of course. You need to make sure that you're still recovering from your workouts, but just be up and around and moving more while you're dieting so you don't actually lower your metabolism at the same rate as you are dropping your calories. Because when that happens, you stop losing weight. Our final tip here, tip number seven, is you need to take periodic deloads from your dieting and your training. And of course, this is the fun one, right? Because I'm telling you, stop working out and stop dieting. But here's the trick here. It needs to be strategic. And if you want to know more about taking a deload from your training, there's a whole episode on it. Episode 69 of Straight Shot Radio is called Deloading. You're probably not doing it right. So go back and listen to that episode for my full explanation of how to take a strategic week off or week back from your training. As for a deload on your diet, there's a couple of ways of approaching this. And all have the same premise here. You're giving your body and your mind a break from being in a caloric deficit, and it can help you stay on track. One way is the classic cheat meal, where once a week you don't stick to your calories during a meal, and as a result, you're going to end up taking in more calories for that day because of that high calorie, sometimes super high calorie meal. Honestly, I don't schedule cheat meals. Like if my wife wants pizza for dinner, or we order Chinese or something, I'll roll with it, but I don't plan all week for that cheat meal and what it's gonna be, at least not for now. That, that may change as I get closer to my goal body fat this summer, but those cheat meals are designed to replenish the glycogen stores in your muscles so that you don't have the typical drops in performance that you see during chronic dieting or chronic caloric deficits, and it allows you to stay hyper-focused on your diet throughout the week if you have that cheat meal to look forward to, and it works for some people. Another tactic is a refeed day. This is where you bump up your calories, especially your carbs, and you bump them up for an entire day every once in a while. It may be every week or every other week or something. And now this is not a whole day of cheat meals, mind you. This is just dialing up your, typically your carb intake above your normal amount. Another way of deloading on your diet is to just eat the same things that you do during a normal training week while taking a week off from your workouts or dialing things way back in your workouts. So you'll be burning less calories since you aren't training as hard, but you're still eating the same amount of food. So you can spend that whole week slowly refueling and recovering from your training. This personally is my favorite way to do it. I am still eating super healthy foods, I'm just eating a lot and training very little. And I learned this strategy during my strongman training and it's been super helpful in my recovery from hard training. So I do this every five to six weeks. I couple it with whatever my training cycle is and it's, it's my preferred method of diet deloading to just 
keep eating the same stuff, but back off from my training. And typically during those weeks, I might see a temporary stall in my weight loss or even slight weight gain because all those glycogen stores are being replenished. But then as soon as I go back to my normal dieting over the next five to six weeks, my weight will slowly drop there. So it's a great way to give your body a full week of a break. Mentally, it really helps you. And with your training, it, you'll come back so much stronger on that week coming back from it. So definitely deload both your diet and your training. So there we go. There are my seven unconventional tips for fat loss. Just as a quick review here, we had lift heavy, avoid over dieting, avoid over training, sleep more, eat carbs on your rest days, focus on neat non-exercise activity thermogenesis, and take periodic diet and training deloads. Now, one thing that I think I need to add, maybe back to the beginning of this list, is if you've stopped losing weight, you also need to really look at what you're eating. Are you tracking things correctly? Are you being honest with yourself about your intake? Do you need to start logging your food to hold you accountable? Because you can try all seven of the things that I mentioned before, but if you're like many people who underreport how much they're eating, like the studies that show that people underreport calories by 33%, if you're not being honest with yourself with what you're taking in, you're not going to be in a caloric deficit. So make sure that you are addressing the intake end. But the strategies that I mentioned before will definitely help you to continue to lose weight while maintaining muscle and strength and help you create healthy lifestyle patterns that will keep the weight off and have you feeling and performing better. Again, when it comes to weight loss, it really helps to have a coach there to help you. So please head over to straightshottraining.com and click on request a coach if you are ready to lose body fat and maintain your lean muscle mass while building strength, range of motion, and confidence. Again, if you wanna get in on that free program, that's straightshottraining.com slash free program. While you're on the website, you can join our email club to get access to exclusive content, deals, and giveaways in our weekly newsletter, and check out everything that we offer in terms of remote personal training on the website as well. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great week, everybody.